supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I mean, I think it just reflects the great energy we're having here. And I love the exchange of ideas. Welcome back to the show. I'm one of your hosts, Jared. My co-host, unfortunately, is not with me. So shout out to Christine. But I do have instead Maribel Francisco. I'm saying that right? Yes. Hey, hey, everyone. And we are here in Orlando, but Maribel's from L.A. California. From California represent. So the lazy podcast interview question, tell us about you. (laughs) 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 Breaking all the rules already. All right. How much time you got, though? We have time. (laughs) So my name is Maribel Francisco, and I'm an immigrant money coach. So I focus on the USA-based people. Well, sorry. The USA-based immigrants. So everything from undocumented to DACA status to first generation born in the United States, that's where I fall under. And I basically fell into this by kind of mistake or not not like looking for it. Interesting. Okay, so let's just start there. Yeah. You fell into something by a mistake. How did that happen? So uh, origin story. (laughs) So I have 11 plus years of California certified income tax background. Mm. And that's family business. I was like, not really my passion. Still decided to go to university because, you know, I wanted to do my own thing and not like hang on to family business or anything. But then for the last five years, I've been working in entertainment, MGM, NBC Universal, handling multi-million dollar budgets. And I was like, although I I like working with the IP, so like, you know, Kung Fu Panda and all of that, like I get to do the budgets to see how much those movies that you're seeing in theaters are going to make in every single country except the United States and Canada. And I'm like, I love working with that, you know, but it's not my passion. So I was like, where am I? Like, what am I doing? At this point, I'm licensed to be a certified tax preparer, certified notary. I have a bachelor's degree. I got a job, like, but I haven't found my passion. What the heck's going on? And then I thought I was going to go back full time for my master's in computer science. I did end up getting into the master's program, but my job was really flexible. So I started doing both of them at the same time. This semester, I'm actually letting go of that master's in order to concentrate full time on our wealth matters because I can always go pick that up again. And I feel like immigrants building wealth, though, that can't wait. Okay. So you mentioned the buzzwords, our wealth matters. So people are be like, I don't know, Maribel. I don't know. Our wealth matters. What is Our Wealth Matters? (laughs) Let's go there. Yes. So Our Wealth Matters is a company that I founded in order to bring together all that information and all that knowledge that I've accumulated over the years and actually help my community. So the immigrant community in the United States, my parents were immigrants. I am a daughter of immigrants. And I'm like, I figured out that with an ITIN, which is what you get from the IRS if you're fully undocumented, you can actually do a lot of the things that people with social security numbers can do. That this includes setting up your own company and getting an EIN through the IRS. Mm -hmm. That's an identifying number for your company. And then applying to jobs as a contractor freelancer. Yeah. And then legally make money. Like not under the table. You're going to get paid with a 1099. You can reduce costs. So you can do your taxes with the ITIN. You can buy a car. You can buy a house. You can get a high yield savings account, a bank account, a brokerage account. They can invest. They can get an IRA, an individual retirement account. If they somehow manage to get a 401k and they leave that job, they can also transfer that over to their ITIN. Good. So American dream-wise, financial-wise, they can do a lot of the things that we think about when we think about our quote-unquote American dream, whether they have a social security number or an ITIN. Oh, my goodness. Okay. 
So since you've been more focused on that, what's the feedback you're getting? Super great. There's a lot of people that don't know that fully undocumented people can invest. And that's where I'm trying to get everybody because people almost risk their lives just to get here in order for a better tomorrow. And I think it's such a disservice to their sacrifice that they stop one step short of supercharging their money because of lack of personal finance education. Mm -hmm. And even if they knew this system from their home country through and through, you come to a whole new country, all of that goes out the window. It's not the same. So all anybody ever carries with them is save, save, save. And the banks in their country might have like fallen through and they might never have gotten their money. And so that's where the distrust of banks begins. Yeah, corruption. Yeah, all of that. So it's just getting through that. So that's why I also like doing English and Spanish content. Because you're trying to figure out a whole new country along with a whole new financial system. And like our parents who immigrate, their first concern is putting food on the table, putting a roof over our heads and turning on the lights. Like it's not trying to figure out the banking system and what the heck a high yield savings account is like, yes, it might help them, but that probably didn't exist where they were from. So like you can't know to research something that you don't even know exists. Like what keywords are you going to use in Google? Like teach me everything financial that I don't know. Right. Okay. No, that makes sense. And you're already doing this. And do you feel like it's catching wind? Yeah. So I've been featured on the New York Times and Next Advisor with Time. And Hello. This- <laughs> This is basically because the people who wrote these articles, their job is to know money. Like this is their bread and butter. And they themselves, upon talking to me, were like, oh, wow, I didn't know that immigrants, more so fully undocumented immigrants, could Mm -hmm. invest. And that's how those features came about, because people are just surprised that, you know, they know personal finance and they don't know this. Well, and and I haven't known you very long, but it seems like you are more extroverted. Would you say that's true? Interesting. I have a social battery. <laughs> okay. Well, your social battery is is representing well. Okay. So because of that social battery, you've allowed yourself to be in scenarios where you've met various people that I think have led to those opportunities. Am I right? Yes. Okay. Networking, networking. Networking. Okay. So that's something that at the event we're at here, FinCon, here in Orlando, that's how we met is um, you just basically put out a message on the app for the event attendees that says, hey, let's go have dinner. And then a number of people responded, and then we found out, I guess we're having Venezuelan food, which... (laughs) I've never had it, so I was like, let's go. I'm trying to be adventurous. Anybody down? I thought people were going to drop off after that, I swear. But we still had like a pretty good group show up. We did. Like almost everybody except one person was like, I've never tried Venezuelan food. Let's do it. So I went and um, with uh, very little expectations of just, hey, I'm going to meet some new FinConners and just have some Venezuelan food. And I did. I uh, met, And that's how I met a couple of now mutual friends, uh, one being um, DJ, who sadly is not here now. He already left the conference. He had to go home. But uh, yeah, DJ and I shared a platter of, of a, you know, all kinds of stuff, meat <laughs> and arepas and everything, salad. And so that was awesome. And then, then you're like, I'm not done now. Let's let's have everybody come to the room and play games. Board games, yes. That um, is that is a good like introvert's way of just still socializing. It's well, it like worked. low key. Yeah. Everybody just goes back. You're playing games. Right. It's chill. Well, I appreciate you doing that. So you busted out there, you know. Of course, smack talk ensued. Had fun, and then 
A little bit later in the evening, we had our first interesting encounter of the conference. Would you say that's? Oh, we're talking about that. All right, all right, yeah. I was just like, I thought we were all money nerds over here. I mean, I knew there was a little drama, but like. but like, really? This is your first FinCon, right? This is my first FinCon, okay, so and this I've is had your like a first lot of impression of this event, and then I, you run into yes. what and happened I just that night. Say, I just want to say that the people that are organizing FinCon, yes. I think I've had the CEO come up to me, and other people are just kind of going like, "We're really sorry this has happened. This is the first time anything like this has happened. We're so sorry that this is your first impression." And so you know, they've tried to right. amend it and. I've changed rooms at this point. So. Good, good. <laughs> I was a little concerned for you. Yeah. I was so we need to tell people why you had to change rooms. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you start. All right. I don't so, know how so much be, you're because here. because you are you got that social battery and because you're in a new environment, you're wanting to generously connect. You put it out. Hey, we're playing Uno. Uh, if you want to play, just message me. Yes. So that was one of the big concerns. Yes. That was one of the big concerns that I was like, should I just put my room number out there? And you guys were like, no, 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 no. Like we were still at the restaurant. You guys were like, don't put your phone number. I mean, your room number, just put your phone number. And so I was like, okay. I still think that was the right decision. (laughs) I now think that was the right choice because we could have probably maybe had more than one person come. Yeah. There could have been. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Let's let's get. Yeah. Open invite. But we did. You you put your number and people messaged you and wanted to come by. And so people did. And. And at the beginning, all all's well. And then uh, we had one gentleman show up, uh, actually opened the door. He knocked on the door. He comes in, and then he opens his mouth. And we realized immediately, oh, this guy's had probably more to drink than he should have had. And mm-hmm. uh, probably should just go to bed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought you handled the situation as politely and as I was uh, trying to be amicable, friendly as you amicable could. Amicable You're like, hey, would you until... like some water? Yeah. And, and hey, you know, even though late. we got to pay like six bucks for that, I was just like, hey, you want a water though? Like, <laughs> well, we could tell this guy was... Uh, he was just a, like, he, no. He was, he was in a different mindset than the yeah. rest of us. But that unfortunately led to him noticing another person in the room we won't name. And then uh, that, that led to a, a argument, which led to shoving and could have been a fight. Uh, thankfully, there was a group of people that were able to get in between of that. But that led to the hotel security being called and, you know, this whole thing uh, turning into the, a little bit awkward deal. But I, I wanted to uh, uh, bring that up because I thought you handled that like a pro and uh, as well as anyone could have handled right? that. Right. And like really I couldn't well. push him. He was stronger than me. So yeah, I was just yeah, like, well, you know, was, do you need somebody to walk you? Did, should I call security influence. to walk you out or can you do it by yourself? Correct. But yes. he was like. You know, not afraid of security at all. Uh, well, in that moment, he was Superman, uh, or he thought he was. Yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, I thought that... <laughs> the reason I bring that up is I was very proud of the way you handled the situation. Oh, thank you. And um, it was dealt with. And to your point, the uh, the team here at FinCon did a phenomenal job of, of just making sure people were safe and everybody's squared away. It sounds like you're yeah. now in a different room, which uh, I think is for the for, for More the space best. for board, for <laughs> so, board games. Uh, yes. Yeah, so anyway, I love, I love that. So... Uh, more board games. Actually, uh, I didn't play any more board games after that. I called it a night, but uh, no, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. We were all just like, everybody, let's just let's call it a night. Yeah, let's not um, give the uh, <laughs> the yeah. hotel uh, security more reason to. Seriously, it's uh, like we don't yeah, want to get kicked out. Kick out people from LA. <laughs> we so. just got here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that, that, that was a, a fun first night for you. And then uh, yesterday was your first full day. I want to hear about uh, what that was like for you. It was good. Um, I went to orientation. And then hit up a couple of the spots in the conference. And yeah, I heard somebody talk about doing finance, but with low income and with the immigrant community, some, some, not all are socially, econo- social economic disadvantage. Yeah. 
So for me, I haven't researched a lot of how to do low income because a lot of the people that I get are first the children or the people who have grown up here. And so they're like, okay, I've got a university, I got a job, but I know you can do it with low income. So I'm like, I need to figure out more about that or find people who I can refer those type of people to. But those tend to be my Spanish speakers. So it's hard to refer them to other people who may have the knowledge, but not in the right language. Makes sense. And so, yeah, so you you were able to do that. Did you party like a rock star last night? I did go party. I went a little late, though, because I was like, I should make a post. The guy who made my shirt, super great. I tell the story about I have one, by the way. It's pink. Yes. (laughs) I'm like wondering if anybody could go to Tampa for me and like get a couple more to give away at my speech on Saturday. But it's like such quick turnaround. I don't know if you could do it. But like I tell the story about basically I gave him less than one week to turn those around. And he was like, I got you. And then when I get here, he's like, oh, there's supplier issues with the shirts. The shirts are coming from California. And I was like, bro, I could go pick up those shirts. And he's but he did everything he could in his power. Like, obviously, you have one. Have DJ one. took one. And I've yeah, got two for myself to wear rep it loud the, and proud. Yeah. So. <laughs> to rep in the in the conference. I wanted like highlighter colors, but I was like, fudge it. You got supplier issues. Just get black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I was get, like, yeah. not white, because then it's yeah. going to get all dirty and stuff. No, no, no. Black is fashionable. Yeah, you and then well. you guys got the highlighter colors, yeah, but it yeah. was like extra large. Yeah, that's okay. No, <laughs> I was like, maybe goals. I'll wear these by the pool. And then you guys were like, we'll take them. And I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. by the pool. I haven't even had a chance to go by the pool. <laughs> Me neither. I am hoping to get there at some point. <laughs> that's hilarious. At some point. Maybe okay. I'll just like network with people, but like at the pool. So you know? you're speaking? You're speaking? I'm speaking Tell on Saturday. Tell us about your talk. Yeah, so I'm basically going to be, my topic is to show other creators how they can support the immigrant community in within their audience. Mm-hmm. So I know not every immigrant follows me, right? And right, right. sometimes when you go looking for financial content, you find creators. And so they might be following them in, you know, in YouTube or Twitter, whatever platform they, the audience likes to hang out in. So... I am conscious of that. And because I know that not a lot of people know that immigrants more so undocumented immigrants can even invest. And because I've had coaches refer me people like their audience members will be like, okay, I see you're talking about high yield savings accounts like but Ally doesn't work for me or something like that. But do you have another bank for undocumented people? And they're like, they go blank. They're like, I don't I don't even know how to help you, bro. So the people that know me, they'll be like, hey, I'm referring so-and-so to you. I told them to follow you. Yeah. They'll ask me the question first. I'll give them an answer. And they're like, hey, I gave them the answer and I told them to follow you because that's not my lived experience or I don't know any knowledge about that. So I'm like, okay, let's submit to make this a topic because there are a bunch of people that don't know about this and I just want the community to be helped. So although I may be creating some competition for myself, you know, community over competition, it's all about helping our end users, our audience to get further in life. And you have that abundance yeah. mindset. I think that'll pay off well. I hope so. <laughs> I believe it will. <laughs> what are some other things? I mean, you're doing speaking, you're, you're coming to events. What are some other things you're doing to, to try to get in front of that potential audience? So I actually put out a message yesterday that, hey, where's everybody here at FinCon? Who's all the creators and stuff that are supporting the immigrant community. So I need to go back and like individually message them because you know how the app doesn't mm-hmm. tell you if people, somebody commented on somewhere where you commented. So hopefully I could do a meetup and meet with some of these people That's who also service the immigrant community. They do it, you know, through different mediums. Some people were like lawyers and stuff. And oh, so I'm just like, yeah. hey, I need all these people in my network because. A lot of people, especially if they're undocumented, they're scared about what happens to my money if I get deported. 
And that's a very real question. And so as much as I can say, you know, you can cash it out, there's other options. But like the easiest is cash out all your money, take it with you or transfer it to the bank accounts in your home country. If it comes from a lawyer, you're going to feel better. An immigration lawyer at that. Absolutely. So. Well, and you don't know who those people know. And they may be like, oh, I need to introduce you to. Exactly. Stacy. Yeah. And then Stacy becomes somebody that helps you introduce you to other people. And then, you know, it's kind of that. And vice versa. So I have had before FinCon an immigration lawyer reach out to me and go like, yes, I can tell them that, you know, with their ITIN, they can open up retirement account. But they're looking at me like, you're a lawyer. How would you know about finances? And so she's like, although I can tell them the information, it's better coming from an immigrant coach, immigrant money coach, because they know that that's everything you deal with. Yeah. So just being symbiotic and helping the community in all aspects of life, whether it's like mental health or lawyers or their finances, you know, just trying to create a network to take care of a person as a whole. Okay, so let's skip forward uh, here in the, maybe it's the not so near future, but do you have some plans to maybe write a book or Ooh. or put out some podcasts? I don't know. What's on your mind? What are you thinking so, about doing? I was thinking about a book because as I was doing my research, mm-hmm. ain't nobody talking about this. Well, like there's very that little. Is, uh, <laughs> the market screaming for you. Yes, yeah. there is very little information out there. So I was like, you know, who else is doing this? And I found a couple people, but like, what about articles or videos and stuff like that? And I was like, what about a book, a legitimate book? You know, and I didn't find any book. There was people telling their immigrant stories, but it wasn't finance based. It's like, not finance based. Yeah. So. I was like, I might need to come back to that. this is, put that on the radar. It's on the back burner for now. For now, I'm working on putting together a course that's specific, tailored to the immigrant community. So everything that I'm going to be presenting, all the tools that are going to be mentioned are going to be fully undocumented friendly and also is going to work with social security numbers. So the way I compartmentalize my information is I try to get tools that work with ITINs. So that's the number you get if you're fully undocumented. And so the assumption is that anything that works for someone who is fully undocumented to, let's say, a high yield savings account or a brokerage company is also going to work for someone who's DACA, who has this this is a person that's a early childhood arrival and they have a social security number. But for all intents and purposes, they're still considered undocumented. They just have a work permit. And so it's going to work for them. And then it's definitely going to work for people who were born in the United States and have a social security number fully naturalized and everything. So this is a little off topic, but in the news, you know, even if you're just kind of perusing the news, (laughs) you'll see, okay, hey, these people from Texas all of a sudden ended up in New York or D.C. And I want to hear your take on that. Yes. So it might be a little controversial. Go ahead. I think that it really brings to light what... Like, it really puts it in their face, right? DC's face. And I think that's the intent, right? They're like, let me put it in your face. You deal with them then. And I think that's great, actually, because we do need more support. If you're going to have a bunch of people coming in, then maybe we need to restructure some stuff. And the way that we get DC to notice is to literally put it in their face. These immigrants are going to need help, are going to need some support. Mm -hmm. And they're going to work. It's not like they're going to be burdens on society. They can work. No, they just just want a better... Better yeah. opportunity to work. Exactly. You know? Some people are escaping prosecution or death or gangs or drugs and violence. Like none of us want our children and yeah, our slavery, families to, maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. None of us want to grow up in that. So yeah. why do we blame other people for, you know, wanting to escape that? And some people are like, well, instead teach their governments how to fix it. And it's like, okay, we would have to tear everything down. Yeah. And then, and then Sadly, there would be comments. Yeah. So. Then there would be comments about the USA getting in other people's business. So it's a non-win-win. So we're going to need more support to have more people in the country. Like we already know that, right? If you have more kids in the school, they need more support. We need to 
if there's more people driving on the roads, we need to fix the roads more often. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great way to just get D.C. to really face it and not just go like, hey, other states, y'all should be accepting them. It's like, okay, Okay. we'll face the issue. Let's just uh, start to wrap this up because I know you have things to do. Who is doing something that interests you? It can be anything. Like another creator? or It can be a creator. It can be anything. Celebrity. It can be someone who wrote oh the book gosh. you just read. Whatever. I, the son of Vicente Fernandez, Alejandro Fernandez. Vicente Fernandez was big in like Mexican or also like Latino, Hispanic culture. Yeah. He passed away. His son, Alejandro Fernandez, I had seen a little bit before coming over here, gave a donation to a community college in my city. And I was like, how does he even know about this community college? It's like a little community college out in the suburbs. And I was like, nonetheless, super, super happy. And this is like predominantly Hispanic area and probably low income, (laughs) just personal experience. So I like what he's doing. And I'm like, I need to research, see what else he's doing. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think there's also other, just more immigrants coming out and telling their story. And I think that's really empowering for Especially those young immigrants coming up that, you know, miss the DACA deadline so they can no longer get a social security number, even if they were here since they were three, because they missed a, a paper filing deadline. And it's not like they can ask their family members because nobody has ever gone through a DACA process before because that's relatively sure. new. So, Well, it's possible there's people that are listening that say, hey, I actually know some folks that could benefit from connecting with you. Mm-hmm. What's the best way for people to connect with you online? Yeah, so I'm on mostly hang out on Instagram mm-hmm. at Our Wealth Matters. Our Wealth Matters. Yes. Yep. And I'm on all, all the other so major social media platforms, but I mostly hang out on Instagram. Okay. And then from there, like people can consume my free content. I've literally had somebody go like, I'm fully undocumented. I have an ITIN. I l- just went through all your content and now I have a brokerage account. Oh, how wonderful. I know that, I know that was so encouraging. Great. Yeah. Yes. Good for and you. it's like because even if you just consume my free content, you don't have to do the one-on-one coaching, you don't have to do anything. You just go and consume my free content but and they you should can do, do the one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> let the record reflect. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, say that again? I said let the record reflect that they should do your coaching. Yeah. Yes, they should do yeah. the coaching because yeah. so we don't want people investing all their life savings, right? That's not well, how you, we do it. And you need it. to keep the lights on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So it's yeah. it's kind of like buying stick shift if, if and you don't even know how to drive stick right. shift type of thing. So you can have a brokerage account, but if you don't know how to make it do the most for you, so tax saving wise yeah. and how to grow it, it's going to like be for naught. Some people might just contribute money and, and not even invest it because they didn't know they had to. Right. Yep. So still do the coaching. And if you know any immigrants in your life, just send them right over. I'll take care of them. English and Spanish bilingual content. Excellent. And we always close out with final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts for people listening today? Anything? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Any particular reason why that? (laughs) (laughs) And I I am the biggest fan of random. She has great energy. She (laughs) just has great energy. Watch more Mary Poppins. Is that the takeaway here? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think it just reflects the great energy we're having here. And I love the exchange of ideas. So I agree. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Maribel. I hope that uh, you continue to climb that ladder and have success and help a lot of people. Thank you so much, so, Jerry. And I look forward to following your journey. Yes. And hopefully when you write that book, we can get you back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when I do. Fair enough. Thank you.